And we are live, my friends. Welcome back to the Mesilla Valley News Sports Podcast, where we are talking everything sports here in the Mesilla Valley. And, of course, it's been a while since we've been on the air because, well, John took a break for the holidays, and it was a little extra long break, but it was well-deserved. And, and you know what? A lot of stuff happened in between that break. I mean, we got the Aggies as the Quick Lane uh, Bowl champions. I was at the game. It was an amazing thing. Made that trip up there with the Aggies, and to come back as a champion is awesome. Of course, uh, not a bad year for a first-year coach still, and I cannot wait for year two to come along because uh, it is he's just an amazing guy. He's a really awesome guy to talk to, and hopefully we'll be getting him on here soon as well. Of course, uh, now we've got the big game set. That's right, the big game is set. KC and uh, Philadelphia. Now, I am a 49ers fan. I'm just going to put that out right now. But, you know, for somebody... Or for a team that got 17 straight wins and went through their first-string quarterback, their second-string quarterback, their third-string quarterback, and their fourth-string. Uh, you know, by the, by the time we got down to the fourth guy, he got injured, and, you know, Purdy had to go back in there and find out that he tore his ECL, so he definitely should not have been out on the field for that fourth quarter. But, you know, it is what it is. Casey and the Eagles, I had a little question of the day earlier today for everybody. Are you going for the uh, Eagles? Are you going for the Chiefs? Or are you just trying to figure out what flavor wings you're going to get because you don't care too much about the game anyway? So, I don't know. I'm in that third category, but I'm just hoping that it is going to be a good <laughs> game. Of course, uh, there are some uh, other interesting things. NMSU women's basketball doing really, really good right now. NMSU men's basketball, not so much. They are still winless in whack play so far. Uh, but uh, hopefully we'll uh, turn that around here as soon as we can. And, of course, uh, we had some other things that are actually going on just recently uh, this week. Of course, uh, when we talk about women's basketball, saw that Sophia Inusa was named right, uh, the WAC Women's Player of the Week. I can say that, but the WAC Women's Player of the Week, so congratulations to uh, Sophia for sure. Also saw that, uh, that I believe on Wednesday night, tomorrow night, 255 student athletes uh, who are currently maintaining a grade point average of 3.0 or better are going to be recognized, so that's going to be an awesome thing. And, of course, uh, you know, college basketball top 25 Purdue is on top this week. And if you haven't heard some sad news, hockey legend, you know, Bobby Hall passed away as well. And he was 84 years old. Now, we do have a special guest uh, this evening. It is uh, going to be our NMSU head baseball coach. But before we get to that, we want uh, to talk about a little something that is going to be going on here at the Amador. And I would say hello. Uh, Dave, right? Draven. Ah, man. I know I was going to get that one wrong. I knew I was going to get that one wrong. Here, here. Let's go ahead and give this to uh, Max here. Thank okay, you. I'll take this one. All right. All right, check, check. You got me? Oh, wow, we got you. How's everybody doing? How you doing? Happy New Year. Happy New Year. Happy New Year. I, I suppose that we are going to be checking on our fantasy football scores uh, before the end. Oh, yes. To find out who the finals were. Yes. Now, we did end that, which is to keep everybody up to date. We had a fantasy football league <laughs> with the Amador Live, and the, it was a punishment type thing for whoever came in last was going to be basically taking the essay with all the high school kids and yep. whatever score they got, they are going to get that printed on their last place trophy. Now, <laughs> I was not the commissioner, of course, but it was decided that we were going to actually end before we actually got to the playoffs on the Fantasy Football League, just the, the regular season. We weren't going to go through a playoff. Yeah, it was some sort of crooked deal going on, I yeah. Know, I don't know, but yeah, it, it, it turns out that, uh, well, well, we'll talk more about that later. Yeah, right well, now, we got to get to some important stuff, Max. Look at yeah, you. yeah, <laughs> I, uh, I figured we would go through a few things, but before we get too far down the road in the show, I just wanted to introduce Draven. He, uh, he's he been real active with us here uh, for several of our events, and um, he's also, you're doing MMA now, right? Is that too, or are you boxing? Well, yeah, you boxing. I figured you could tell us a little bit about your your boxing career at this point, and then we have someone else we want to introduce. But why don't you take it away? So how's it going? So is this mic? Which mic? This mic? This one? Oh, either one. Yeah. Oh, okay. I didn't know you had one on. Yeah, he had one on. Okay. All right. Oh, I just thought that was a fuzzy yeah, yeah, thing. Yeah, he's got a dead cat on it. Yeah, <laughs> I figured he was getting to it's furry. It's a small one, yeah. It's yeah. good for boxing. It's yeah. that I used to. Yeah, there you go. Yeah. So how's that going, man? It's going good. Uh, the boxing, we have our next fight uh, uh, this Saturday in El Paso, so that should be fun. Um, hopefully, we can start bringing some events to the, the beautiful Amador here soon. That will be, you know, I think. Yeah. Well, we know cool. we can fit a ring in here. Right. I'm going to tell that. I know that we can do that. We'll get to that later. We'll get to that. That's right. We'll that We're going to test drive it again, yeah, so. We're definitely going to give it a go. Now, 
and uh, we wanted to bring you on. Of course, you do have uh, the amazing box and stuff going on, really quick. But there's something really important that you guys wanted to bring up and talk about. Yeah. Yeah. So um, one of my really good friends, uh, Cynthia, she was recently diagnosed with breast cancer, and um, we came to Max with the idea of throwing a benefit dinner mm-hmm. to help her with some of the proceeds of the chemotherapy. Because I don't know if you guys, uh, it's really expensive. Uh, the cost of the medicine and then the treatments and then a lot of the insurance doesn't cover it. Oh, yeah. Uh, so, you know, it kind of left, you know, left her taking up loans and stuff like that. And we're trying to help what we can. And Max and Mandel being the gracious and wonderful hosting, just just good people in general decided to uh, help us out and throw a benefit in it. So February the 17th, we're going to have a benefit dinner on behalf of Cynthia trying to raise uh, money for her medical bills. Okay. Yeah, that, I'm going to tell you that when uh, you are battling cancer, it is no joke. Uh, I have uh, had a couple family members that have uh, gone by, and that battle is indeed a battle. And, and sometimes it really sucks because sometimes you're battling your insurance companies yeah. or the hospital bills and everything else like that. So, at some point. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And, and, and it's, a, it's a crazy thing, but anything that you can do to help out or anything you can do. And I understand that you guys have also got to go fund your right? Yes, yes, we do. Uh, we have raised... Uh, $1,800, $1,800 so far, Cynthia. Yeah. All right. Uh, 18 out of the 18000 that we have set out of 42 donations. So thank you uh, from the bottom of our hearts, everybody that's donated. That means more than you could possibly imagine. Absolutely. And, of course, uh, if you go to GoFundMe.com and uh, you can do a search for Cynthia's medical bills, it will be up right up there. And uh, you, too, can make a donation. And me, a little bit helps because even all those Google donations will go ahead and add up. And like I said, when you are... Battling cancer, it is indeed a battle, and uh, you know what? We want to let Cynthia know that we got her back. Yeah, and she's here. I would you like to come on? Okay, why don't we have her sit where you are? We'll stand behind her here. Yeah, give me the neck. Here, she can have that. Hello, Cynthia. Hello. How are you doing? I'm good. I'm a little nervous, but I love the show, so thank you for having me here. I appreciate that. Don't be nervous. Right now, like I said, it, it's a battle, and what you're going through, you don't, you know, you're taking on that. Don't worry about this. This, oh. is, this is nothing. Right thank here. you, yeah. thank you. Everybody's been making it so easy, and I'm just very blessed to have the support system I do have. So I just want to say thank you again for all the donations, and I really hope you guys can come out on the 16th. That's right. That's uh, when the uh, fundraiser is going to be right here. Yes, here at Amador Live, um, Max, the owner of Amador Live, is very awesome and is letting my friends host a dinner. The proceeds will go to my medical expenses, but also a percentage will also go to CARE. It's an organization here in Las Cruces that really helps those who are dealing with this battle right now. So it'll be a good cause. Absolutely, it would be a good cause. So uh, once again, that date again was? February 16th. So just a couple of weeks away, right? Or- Put it in my mind, okay. After the Valentine's Day in a couple of days, got to make sure that I'm ready for the dinner. Yes, there yes. That's how I'm going to put it in my mind. Right That's now. perfect. Okay. Well, uh, you know, uh, hopefully we'll get a lot of people out and be very successful of it, and then we'll be uh, really good. So uh, let's. Uh, and is there anything else? Oh wait, there is one thing you did want to bring up, Max, right? Which part? Is that coming up here in a couple of months? Uh, a little something having to do with the, the, the lawn over here and no over. pun intended but something little so i didn't mean oh, that i didn't mean that no, no. yeah I Did totally forgot about that. You know what? You know what? You're right. I'll tell you what we'll do. Uh, we're we were going to talk about it in a minute, but this is way more important. Okay. And so we are going to be uh, doing the St. Patty's Day Midget Wrestling Warriors. We'll be here again. Yeah, for for uh, round two. Yeah, round two. They were here last year. It was pretty wild. But uh, now that I'm thinking about it, and now that you brought it up, and I thank you for doing that. Now that I'm thinking about it, I'll tell you what. We have, I think there's 12 or 13 ringside tables that fit eight people. So those were really popular last year because you're right in front of the show. Yeah, right right in the action. And so I'll tell you what, I'm going to take one off the market right now. And we're going to hold that one aside and we're going we're gonna to run that one up. We're going to do that. I'll tell you what, we'll run it up and whoever donates the most money. We're gonna we're gonna auction it. Let's auction it for <laughs> Cynthia. Yeah, let's auction it for wow, Cynthia. So let's do that. I think that they're going for. Uh, I don't want to. I'm. I don't want to quote it because I haven't looked at the price just yet. <laughs> but 
Um, all I can tell you is every dime of that table will go to Cynthia's fundraiser. So that will be, we're going to call it Cynthia's table. Okay. Okay. Yeah, well, I'll tell you what, this is what we'll do. And then you're going to put this back out once we, once we kind of package everything up from this episode. But, um, if everybody comes on the 16th, and we'll do a uh, a fundraiser raffle for it, or you know, we'll do a silent auction, however it works. But the whole point is just to raise a bunch of money, Absolutely. and so we'll do that for Cynthia for the uh, donation to care, and for this very important uh, thing that everybody you know that a lot of people are having to deal with. So, yeah. so uh, we'll put a little bit more PR together, get that out. But yeah. we'll just call this like PR piece number one. So yeah. we'll we'll. Key it off of that. Sound good? Sound good? Thank you. Thank you so much. Thank you. There you go, Max. Good Do you job. have anything else you want to go over on it? Not really, other than just please check yourselves. I'm only 27. I was 26 when I was diagnosed. I had a birthday in December. My age is very young to be dealing with this. Luckily, I caught it at stage one, but that's because I was always diligent in checking myself. So no matter how old you are, please check yourself. There you go. There you go. Thanks a lot, Cynthia. And, uh, Everybody, of course, get ready to come out on the 16th of February. Enjoy your dinner. Help out Cynthia for a good cause. And uh, like you said, portion of those, uh, we'll also get donated to care right here. Yes, right. thank you. All right, awesome. Cool. All right, well, thanks a lot, guys. Thank you so much. Thank you so much. Right. I appreciate it so much. No problem. Let's see if we can go ahead and get uh, Mike in and uh, see if we can yeah, just hand me that real quick. Oh, yeah, hold, hold on. I think I muted it. No. Oh yeah, you got it. You good. Yeah, let's put Coach in the middle. Yeah. Okay. I'll sit on the end. You ready, Coach? Let's go ahead and bring Coach yeah. uh, in, and uh, that way we can get uh, get things going here with our. I guess it's a season premiere for our. Um, go ahead and have a seat, Coach. Beautiful. Don't worry, I won't bite too much. <laughs> I want to. All right. Let's just uh, go ahead and get your mic up here. So, <laughs> I, I love it when things go so smoothly. We are at, this is called live right here. But, uh, Coach Kirby, how are you doing today? Baseball. Baseball. Yeah. Sorry, I still got football on my mind. Probably because I'm chilling here. Yeah, that's fine. I'll take Jerry's, uh, I'll take Jerry's uh, ring that he's getting <laughs> if I have to. But I'm doing outstanding as usual. Absolutely. Okay. Yes. Now, um, this is one thing I love about uh, being in Las Cruces because the weather allows you guys to get your baseball season started here pretty early. In fact, I think your first game is on the 17th. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. That's right. So, uh, how do you feel about this upcoming season? Yeah, really excited. I think the boys are looking forward to playing somebody besides themselves. Oh, I'm sure. Yes, and uh, they've been putting in a lot of work and. I really like the depth of the club and um, and the vibe of it. We have a lot of cool things for that, That's cool. That's cool, cool. And, uh, of course, uh, once again, just like everybody else here is going to this will be your last year playing into the wax. Yes, sir. Okay, so uh, and you guys have had a pretty good month here on, uh, on the wax fight. But you're looking forward to getting into Conference USA? Yeah, I, am, uh, I go one at a time. I am looking forward to Conference USA. Uh, we won the WAC championship last year, so mm -hmm. we're looking to do something that's never been done here but yeah conference usa i think that's going to be exciting it's going to bring a lot more revenue to the athletic department our, our tv will have a lot more games on tv for sure and uh, i want to say that just getting into that conference in general is going to improve our rpi which is everything in baseball absolutely and uh, the facilities of those teams are, uh, are really nice yeah uh, now uh, I know we've got, uh, you know, the, the season to look forward to. We're going to have, uh, uh, you know, a lot of things going for you this season to look forward to. Next season, yeah. the conference is going to Let's talk a little bit more about Mike right here. What is it that, uh, a little bit about your history, like what did you start off? Right. Is, this a, is this a three hour show? No, it's not a three hour show. <laughs> um, we, we can go for about 30, 45 minutes. I, I, I'm uh, all about the people, and I'm all about the community. I back that up with, uh, example, right now, my kids on Fridays go out and read to the elementary school. Oh, that's cool. That's awesome. Some of my best memories are reading to my kids. And, and 
We also hosted the Warrior League, which is um, the kids that are handicapped that mm -hmm. can never be on a team to bring wheelchairs yep. and whatnot and give them uniforms and treat them like, like everybody should be treated. And that, that was an awesome, awesome experience for my kids, for sure. We, we hosted the Boys and Girls Club, Big Brothers, Big Sisters for the game, and uh, even boys and autographs after. Um, yeah, literally sign-ups at my field. I mean, this one after, um, I, you know, it really pumps me up to give back, and that's what I'm trying to preach to my boys. That is, uh, that is awesome. That's really amazing. But uh, I, was, well, I was trying to get a little bit of your journey. A little oh, bit sure. of what brought you over here to MSU because uh, you're from right? Yes, sir. I uh, started, I played at Cerritos Junior College, uh, started in 1987. I was there for three years, uh, lucky enough to be on two state championship teams. Um, I went to Long Beach State. They had just come back from going to Omaha, and all my teammates were going there. Yeah. Instead of Cal State Fullerton because they had a new coach. I went there for a year. Um, I didn't have enough gas money to get to school, so I put myself through college. Oh, yeah. And I told the coach, hey, man, I, I just don't have gas. And he said, I can't help you. I don't have any more money. And just how the man always seems to bless me. Uh, coach Jordan, my JC coach, got the job at Fullerton. He's working for testing. He calls him. Next thing you know, I'm at Fullerton. Oh. And uh, I was there for uh, a semester before they realized it was an interconference transfer and I was ineligible. Oh, no. Yeah, that was tough. But, uh, you know, I knew I was going to be a coach long before that and uh, started blessed to be around awesome people, Augie Rito, George Horton, Bill Mosiello, Dave Toronto, all these guys that are in the Hall of Fame are going to be. Yeah. And um, I just stole everything that they had and uh, paid attention. And uh, like I said, I've been blessed. I was just Cal State Fullerton from 91 to 99. Um, went to Omaha a number of times, lost in the national championship game in 92, 3 to 2. Um, won the national, lost in the semifinal in 94, no more Garcia Parra, hit a homer off us in the 10th. 95, we won it, uh, supposedly the best college uh, team in the history of college baseball, 56-9 with a number of big leagues on it. And, um, yeah, I went back there, I mean, it's hard, it's hard to win a national championship, let alone just an Omaha stuff. But, uh, yeah, and uh, after that, I went to work for the Angels for seven years, did executive mm -hmm. sales. Um, after that, I took a job at UNLV, got back into college baseball as a student coordinator after one year. I went to the University of Oregon, and uh, they just brought their program back. They had been dormant for 30 years. Wow. And, uh, you know, lately you think they're an awesome coach. We opened up for the national champion uh, the year before Fresno State. We walked them off on Friday. We beat them two out of three. <laughs> we were like seven and three. And we were going to show everybody in the country what great coaches we were. And I think we were 12 and 40. Oh, wow. Yeah, that's a real, uh, the game should make you feel real small, and that's what it did for us. And uh, how you respond to that is you get back to work, and the next year we won 40 games. There you and go. And we went to a regional and played it up against like George Nick on about five or six. You know, I, I think that's a better measure of uh, good coaches is what you do through adversity when you come back. From something like that, you know, that's uh, that, because you basically flipped it around. You lost 40 and 15, and then you came back and won those in the next one. So that's exactly what it is. So when you're going through those adversities, that's where the true character comes from. Yeah. yeah, I mean, I truly believe that. And so, yeah, like I said, I've been truly blessed to be around some great people, um, great coaches, and great programs. Uh, I left, uh, so I left uh, Oregon and went back to Cal State Fullerton. Uh, that was in 2012 and 2013. We were ranked number one the whole year and lost in the Super Regional, the UCLA, and some really good baseball games, and they won the national championship. Mm -hmm. And um, in 2015, so first that called me, then that called me from the University of Nebraska, offered me a job. Wow. And which was an honor. And it was, it was, how it went down was pretty weird. He, my boss said, hey, come in here and close the door. Usually not a good sign. They got no and, and, uh, I've been there a couple of times. Yeah, myself, I've been there yeah. a few times. And he said, hey, man, uh, Darren, this guy called me, wants to offer you a job. And I said, well, that's cool. I'm just not interested. And he said, well, way more money. I said, I don't do this anymore. And he said, well, I gave you a number. And I said, okay, well, he's going to get big late. And he calls me. So he calls me and says, hey, how you doing? Uh, this is Darren Urstadt. Uh, I want to talk to you about a job that I have available. And I said, well, um, I'm super honored you called, but I don't want to waste your time. Mm -hmm. And he said, 
Well, I wasn't expecting to hear that. And he said, well, I'm pretty straightforward. He said, obviously, he said, well, I'm not going to let you off the phone. And I said, well, why not? And he said, well, I want to work with you. Wow, that's an awesome way to say it. Yeah. And then we started talking about uh, baseball and kids and families. And all of our stars were lining up. And I said, well, I guess we're going to go check that out. And next thing you know, I went to the University of Nebraska. They won their first uh, big men's Big Ten championship in any sport in 12 years. And, I, and we pulled that off. And I think we lost the championship by half a game and by one game. And, and then uh, he decided to retire after we lost the regional in Oklahoma. But he, he doesn't do it for the money either. Yeah. He gave his salary up to me and the other assistant to wear the highest paid. <laughs> and uh, so I found out about uh, 20 minutes before the bus went got back home. I got a text from my buddy sitting right across from me. He said, hey, Darren's setting it down. So I didn't have a job. And I got uh, blessed that uh, I got a call from Mario Mocha. And I uh, got the interview and got this done. It's been a blessing. It's been a blessing. So that's all it took was a call from Mario to go ahead and do Well, I did message. go interview, yeah. So I jumped on a plane. I was recruiting in Georgia, I think. And he said, hey, this is going to happen fast. So I went, uh, flew back home to Nebraska, found my suit, was happy that it fit. <laughs> I'm a baseball coach. <laughs> yeah. I don't throw that thing on often. But working for the Angels, I at least know how to tie ties now. That's great. That's good. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I'm going to interrupt you. I'm going to jump oh, in. Hold on a second. Special for you. Okay. See, since you're the first guest of the season yeah. and you're used to early season stuff where it's always freezing your ass off still and it's yeah. kind of cold out here so you get to help us out we uh we're always experimenting with stuff so we got three new desserts that we're working on and um what i'm going to do is if i'll work the cam and and yeah 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 chef cam's gonna is gonna explain what's up hey cam come on over here real quick and say hi yeah just watch that cord Everybody, here's uh, here's one of our. Ooh, look at that, dude! Dang. All right. Here, here's Cam right here. He's gonna take the mic. Yo, you got one? Okay. Okay. There you go. Yeah. Chef, what do we? Chef Cam is gonna be work. He's been experimenting back there, and he's gonna tell us what we got on the on the plate. Well, I see several plates here, but what's on the first one right now? Roll. This one is a strawberry cream cheese variant that we're running. Um, so what it is, is just a, um, banana bread, uh, cinnamon roll with, uh, cream cheese frosting, a, uh, tequila, raspberry, agave, um, compote topped with fresh fruit, um, all over the, uh, actual cinnamon roll itself. Holy cow. <laughs> it looks unbelievable. My doctor is giving me some really nasty looks right now. Right, so shock uh, to you guys. You guys can try it on the camera. Okay. We'll go ahead and try that one here. Let me bring up the, uh. Cam here, you go first. I think this is off. This looks unbelievable, this and I think the word of the night that we're gonna have to go with is aggressive. Yeah, <laughs> because very, they say, yeah, man, very giant. Let's go. Okay, Let's I am, and I am a banana bread fan. I am a straight dessert fan. So I am not good at all. <laughs> oh, this, no, this is real. <laughs> oh, um, right. I gotta go one more. I'm sorry, just because I had to. Be. Well, don't apologize for that at all. Yeah, if you that is so this, good. Uh, you're missing. Oh, you can taste the strawberries right there. Yeah. Now I choked around with this earlier because I said every day I get to look more and more like Wilfred Brimley, and right now, it's not a good thing. It's not a good thing. I'm not gonna do it. I'm not gonna do it. All right. But you know, still. Well, he's he not was, done. No, I oh, know. Yeah. This oh, is no. The I know. I see <laughs> that other one. The first inning. We got, I, we I gotta... see about five different plates right there, but that is delicious. That's a good one right there. Appreciate it. All right, it. what do we got next? All yeah. right, so this next one is the uh, turtle variant of that same banana bread uh, cinnamon roll. Oh, um, so this one's topped with chocolate chips, um, chocolate syrup, caramel, um, okay. on top of a, I believe it's walnuts, and um, a bourbon cream frosting. Ooh, we oh my up. god. Yes, All right. Fabulous. Oh, cool. no, we're good. <laughs> wow. Oh, you could have had me down here more often. If this was <laughs> you know, stuff. yeah. Let's go. That's the word. Don't get everybody oh, the down word here. is coming out. Let's go. I'm a door. <laughs> oh, that's warm. Mm. Wow, perfect. Not dry at all. 
I know. I have to go into round, <laughs> into round two. This is my bad. You know, that, you know what that, that, that taste to me like is uh, almost Christmas balls that you get with the nuts and everything. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's, that's what it tastes like and to me. Caramel, and that is you know, delicious. And you, I, I can tell they just made this. So that's nice and warm. That is so tasty right there. And okay, like now. All right, so this next one is a uh, lemon thrust leches that we've been running um, actually on our menu for the past week. Um, so this one is a normal thrust leches base cake. Uh, we throw a lemon compote on there, uh, throw some uh, caramel and dress it up nice for you guys. But, um, yeah, leave that over. Yeah, what an awesome presentation. I guarantee. All right. If I don't fit into my uni, <laughs> it's gonna be uh, it's on right, you I'll guys. This corner, you get this one. one. I'm off you. I'll get it. I mean, they're both the same. Mm. Excellent. I'm not a big uh, lemon cake type of guy, but this yeah, is but it's it's just so that lemon flavor. It's got that creaminess of a fresh lemon cake. And that is tasty. You can really taste all the flavors. It does. It seems like it's very light too, as well. Because you know, because the other two, a little heavier. Yeah, a little, little heavier. This is fine. I can order two of them. Yeah, I could do two of them. We can do two of them, right? Absolutely. Maybe do a little extra run to work out those extra calories. If you have your players run for you, does that help out? Does that take calories off for you? Absolutely. You know that. Sorry, guys. There's something called the hill. Hey, let's talk to the hill. Yeah, there you go. And I say go. All right. All right. What do we got next, Jeff? All right. Well, this last one is actually a um, churro ice cream bowl. Uh, oh, so yeah. what it is, it is um, basically a churro bowl, uh, cinnamon sugar sprinkled um, fry wrap with a um, poached pears. Um, and what they're actually poaching oh, is uh, Cabernet. Um, and on top of that, we have that same uh, raspberry compote from the strawberry cake top in this as well um but and then top or garnished with mint wow there's nice presentation wow. fabulous oh you want to go for it <laughs> <laughs> yeah there's no manners here go right over the shoulder <laughs> i get some of these pears in there too wow mm. i'm a fan yeah that is nice um, I like those right there. Wait for the pears. You, got it? you, can do the ice cream you know, it's a little chilly out here tonight, but that ice cream is delicious. Oh and uh, with the churro bowl right here, that's a nice little thing to texture to play with right there. Okay, yeah, good. I don't know what uh, crematory you use for the ice cream, but this isn't just straight out of uh, the grocery store. You can tell this is mm. fabulous. Oh, that is all of them are really good. Yeah. Once again, here, don't, here, don't, tell doctor, okay. don't tell my doctor. Don't tell my doctor. Oh, there's Cam right there. Yeah, come on in. <laughs> Jeff Cam, you've been really working with the line over there. Good job. Try my best, man. Right. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> Thank you very much. I love it. Oh, now, my understanding is these aren't on the menu. Uh, these are not on the menu yet. So yet. these are items. Um, so the lemon thrust leches uh, is. But these are all uh, items that are going to go on our featured dessert menu, um, yeah. something along those lines. We haven't quite figured it out yet. Okay, awesome. So mm. we can look forward to some of these maybe the next time that we're coming in. Uh, At Amador Live, we will try the desserts on, on, on the air, whether they're good or not. We're just going to see what happens. You're getting high remarks, I can tell you. <laughs> I appreciate that. Yeah. yeah. I mean, if, you, if I can give an 11 or heart emoji it's coming your way <laughs> I'm, gonna, I'm gonna do something that may seem sacrilegious but i, I can't help myself yeah i can have a fried i got i got i had some fries earlier so mm. thank you thank you i can't be french fries and ice cream i'm telling you <laughs> Here, I'll go ahead. thanks a lot max those yeah. were delicious absolutely I'll let you figure out which one you want to take. When, when, when okay, I, yeah, or if we have to I think, I think we each have one of the ice cream ones. It looks like the fresh, fresh, fresh cake is. Oh, they're, they're going to have us. There you go. 
right. Oh, awesome. Anyway, where were we? I think we were talking baseball. Oh, yeah, I was going over my long history telling you why I'm so old. Uh, Yeah, and I think... Yeah, I think, the, like I said, all it took was a phone call from Mario. Mario, and I, we actually interviewed in um, Arizona. Mm-hmm. And uh, so there's an interview paddle of 10. I think Mario is planning on interviewing five or six people. And actually, when I was getting on the plane in Nebraska, I was flying southwest, and there's a, I got a phone call. And didn't recognize the number, but when you're in the recruiting, you can see your phone. And it was a gentleman from Incarnate Word, and he said, hey, I'm the athletic director. I went off to you the head baseball coach job. And, oh. and I said, who is it? <laughs> and then uh, I might have dropped an F-bomb on him or something. I don't know. I said, it, it happens on occasion. And he said, no, I know you're going to interview for New Mexico State. Mario's uh, been a friend of mine for 20 years, and I'm offering you the job right now, and I'm going to pay you $25,000 more than him. And I said, well, I'm already on the plane. I'm going to go see how the interview goes. And I'll call you afterwards. So they bring you to a hotel. You go up, change, put on your suit. I go down to the room of ten, and they say to me, uh, you, you can, "We're going to open this up. Uh, you can ask us whatever questions you want." So I have a list of questions. And my first one is: New Mexico State that bad that you have to fly me to Arizona? And then they all look like, "No way, that bad." said, "No, no, it's just this." I said, "All right, fair enough." And, uh, <laughs> So I really hadn't uh, been here in probably 15 years. I didn't accept, accept a job after I walked in university or anything. And uh, So afterwards, the uh, interview ended. I went up and changed and got a ride to the airport, and I got their security in my phone ring. It's the same athletic director from the oh, yeah. And he said, you dominated your interview. Mario's going to call you and offer you the job in 15 minutes. I said, really? And he said, yeah. He said, I'll give you more money. I said, well, I'm going to do what Mario has to say. And Mario was pretty good. He got me on the phone, and um, before I got off, I had committed to um, come here and do the next head coach at the next state. Thank God. That is awesome. And once again, I will sing uh, Mario Mosa's praises because he, uh, I don't know, he, he has a way of finding just the right people um, at the right time for exactly what we need. And, uh, of course, that was in, what, 2019? I think you were hired in June 2019, right? Yeah. Okay, so then... Uh, I, I got to ask this because it's just one of those things that you can't avoid. It. You're coming in, you're getting ready for the season, and then that happens to be the COVID yeah. hit and strike. So you're ready for your first season. I'm sure you, you guys are excited about that, and then this whole thing happened. Right? Yeah. How, how tough was that to go through? You know, that was yeah. really devastating because we really had a good team. And we thought we were going to do something really special. We had some special players on that team. One of them was Nick Gonzalez. Mm-hmm. I think yeah. we were 12 and 3 at that time. When that hit, and we were getting on a road trip to go to San Diego, and I want to say Nick Gonzalez bat. I'm guessing pretty close though. We played 15 games. He had 12 home runs and 43 RBIs, and he's probably hitting close to 500. And we were getting, uh, we were getting to fly to San Diego State, and I just after getting all the news of everything that was going down, I didn't have a good feel for it. And didn't feel good about it, so I called Mario and I said, "Hey, I'm just not going to put my kids in that situation." Yeah, and he go, "Whoa, whoa, hang on a minute." And then uh, he made some phone calls, and like everything happened so fast, and within 12 hours, I was using it. Yeah, it was. It, it uh, when when you go back at that time, you're right. Everything just seemed to happen so fast because I think uh, we were just getting ready to get into uh, some of uh, our really busy season. Uh, Basketball was sitting in stride. They were talking about the tournament and other things that were going on, and and then everything just seemed like it was shut down. Like, and and of course, across the country, coaches and everybody dealing with the same thing that was going on. But uh, that must have been really tough for the, the players here. Also, they were looking forward to that. Season. Absolutely, you know, like I can remember Nick calling me saying, "Hey, can you show me DT and work out?" No, because my boss told me if I'm caught doing that, I'm fired. And I have a family, so I can't do that. And uh, he's trying to get ready for the major league draft. Yeah. So that was devastating to me, but my hands were kind of tied. Sometimes you have to do what you have to do. And so, yeah, but then on the flip side of that, like, I had never had more time off in my life. And it was horrible. At first, it was like, you know, the end of the season, because we're so regimented, you know, like you only know during the season, you only know what day of the week it is because we have a game on that day. Yeah, uh, no, <laughs> like uh, 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 yeah. Months, it doesn't matter. They all go together, and 
you know, all of a sudden, uh, the season ended, and of course, they don't know what to do. And then all of a sudden, I built a new routine. I got to go fishing. I got to work out. I got to spend family time. I got to go see my brothers and help them out. And um, instead of, you know, pouting about it, I just, whatever, got to save my life and did a lot of great fishing and spent time with family and, um, you know, just waited for this thing to change. And then we came back. And uh, we were leaving on our first road trip, uh, first, because you couldn't play in New Mexico then. That's right. You guys had to play in... Uh, we, we, had to, we had to go find another really, 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 really. Yeah, and we had some 21-day road trips. I mean, it was crazy. Goodness. So we were on the bus going to, we were actually traveling to UNLV for the home opener, and we were in Lordsburg, and I got a call from the team doctor that cause we had to leave early in the morning. And uh, he said, hey, um, pull the bus over. You have three COVID positives on there. Get those guys off the bus and come back and leave them here. Goes, Absolutely, you know, no one knows. And he sent somebody to pick them up. Everything worked out. But then we, came I should back. hope so. Yeah, we came back and we we're just watching everyone else play opening weekend. And it was, um, yeah, it, it, it changed. It changed a lot of things. I can tell you. It made it really difficult when you're when you're in college and you have to go on a 21 day road trip. Yeah, and who pulls that up? I mean, you know what? I uh, I have the uh, the privilege of working with the uh, the football team as uh, part of the broadcast team, and uh, so I get to travel with them. And those trips are just so quick. The only ones that take a lot of time usually are uh, those ones where we have to go to say Hawaii or something. We're spending a few days there, and even those can be really fast. You know, I I joke around. Okay, I flexed a little bit because I called my mom from the beach, but you know that's just <laughs> one of those things. But those trips are long, those flights are long, and it's not as, as quite as much fun as you would think to uh, hang out uh, there because you're always doing something, you're always busy and you're doing things. But a 21-day road trip, that is, I don't know, that's crazy. Well, how about this? How about right before I left, like, I'm a real clean person, and mm-hmm. my house is immaculate, and I still see David. And then the, I was renting a house, and the landlord came in to the home property manager thought and then told the landlord and then they put it up for sale the day i was leaving on the 21 day road trip are you serious it sold before i landed what? on a 35 day escrow <laughs> and i so i had to find a, a place to live and you know las cruces cost of living's awesome um but there was no there was availability no availability yeah. and uh again i just get blessed from the man upstairs where a phone call gets put out, and somebody had a brand new house, and they just fell out of escrow. We, I was it. And they're like, he's like, I didn't even tell you what. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. I'll no. So I am blessed. So I got a really cool house, um, a year and a half old, and uh, unbelievable views. Sunsets here are amazing. They're all. I get one every night. It's I'm just blessed. It's awesome. Uh, well, you know, a lot of times I say because we get a lot of fires. Uh, that will come in from all over the place and they'll end up there, you know. Uh, we'll get a lot of coaches that'll come up uh, in here and end up becoming part of the community and when they retire, they like to stay down here or something like that. Because this is a great retirement place. But a lot of it is you cannot beat the, the sunset right here when you're looking out towards the west and the food. Oh, absolutely. If you, if you love I mean, we just got to taste the dessert. Oh, know, absolutely. But, but uh, you know, if somebody comes up here and they try some real green chili, and Mexican food, and they're hooked. That's what hooks them in. A hundred percent. Yeah. And I agree with you, and I have guys from all over. And you know what I got? The, the people around here, really hardworking, super respectful, raising their kids the right way. So, you know, I have kids from all over the country, uh, quite a few from California. And in California, they don't drop yes sirs and yes ma'ams on people. No. They do that out here. Yeah, absolutely. absolutely. So my kids start here in these other places to say, yes, sir. Yes, sir. And then next thing you know, they're saying, yes, sir. Yes, ma'am. And then I talked to one of my greatest moms in California. He said, yes, ma'am. Wow. <laughs> and it's just awesome, you know, the, the brotherhood that these guys are creating. I just try to I try to um, create an unbelievable atmosphere for these student athletes that show up, and I want them to want to be there. Um, and they're really dominating at everything. We have 25 out of 35 guys have a 3-0 or better. Yeah, um, so yeah. Uh, I, I, I mentioned the, the 3.0 ceremony that they're going to be doing that tomorrow night. You guys had a bunch of trips with people on the team that were going to be going up there. Um, they're leading, I can promise you, they're leading the uh, other student athletes in the athletic department in um, 
and that was the word I'm looking for. In um, volunteer hours, no, oh, I mean, it, we go above and beyond, and couldn't be prouder of those guys. And there's a lot on your plate. Being a student athlete isn't easy. So that and that, that's one of the things that I think a lot of people forget about that uh, when you talk about a lot of your um, a lot of your players, you know. Uh, in, in every sport, they are student athletes. They are going to school. They are doing their homework. They've got to get their projects done. They've got to get all this stuff done. On top of that, of course, there's practice. There's travel games. There's you know all the stuff that they have to do on top of that. So to be able to maintain uh, you know game point average like that is pretty awesome. And, and I give them all the credit in the world for being able to do that because I have enough trouble just going about myself, and I can sleep in on most days, you know. You schedule things right. You don't have to get up till ten o'clock in the morning or something right. like that. So, um, and, and I did. I was honest with it. But uh, you know, I can't imagine what it would have to be to, to like be on that plane or be on that bus and having to think about, okay, I got to get this book in and email it in and get it into the, to my instructor before this day or something else like that. So, a lot of discipline involved. Yeah, and absolutely. That's, and that's why, if, it's, if you're lacking discipline in your life, um, it'll show up. And same thing in the classroom and. We've never had uh, anything that is uh, under a 3.0 as a team GPA mm-hmm. since I've been here. And I'm super proud of the number of graduates that come through here. And you know, I couldn't be happier. This weekend is our um, first pitch dinner on Friday at the Farming Land um, at 6 p.m. And um, yeah, we'll have uh, some some of our guys that were ex players. Uh, just an awesome weekend. So I'll, I'll have my ex players that uh, had just got drafted uh, here as a number of them. I know awesome. all the other alumni are showing up, and you know Thursday night uh, going to Jaime Mendez's house with all the old alumni. Everyone blending <laughs> together instead of having Mario's group that he played here yeah. or this this year. I mean, we're a family, and we just need to get hooked up with yeah, everybody. You get. You get baseball players together in general, and they're going to start talking about that. They'll start comparing things. They'll start talking about that. So you get all of those, all of that together and stuff like that. Because, you know, I, I played baseball as a kid. I was, was going to say when you're talking about not being able to work out with Nate. Mm-hmm. Um, I yeah. found out a long time ago that a nice concrete wall is uh, pretty good to work out against. You can get those high ones up, you can get the low ones up, and, and just uh, be able to work with that. I learned that one a long time ago now. The window that was in the alleyway between that concrete wall and my mom's uh, window right there mm-hmm. wasn't necessarily always the best thing to do that. Sure. I get the yeah, but um, yeah, you, you know, uh, when you play, you just start talking about things. You remember the time and you, you start talking about different things. Like, How would you handle it this way? Absolutely. And, and that's and that's what's going to go on there. It's, it's kind of tough for me in that environment because we used to bring our teams from Cal State Fullerton here. Mm-hmm. And we were good at pitching, defense, and bunnies. Well, this isn't a place to bunt. This no. is a place to smash. So I can remember Coach Dorito bunting like in the first inning. And I'm like, the wind's blowing out at 30 miles an hour. Leadoff guy gets on. He bunts. They end up getting out of it. They, they come up and hit two homers. <laughs> and I'm saying, hey, what are we doing? And I want to say that uh, every time we come down here, I'm not sure. I think we lost about every series. I'd have to go back and check. So when I'm at that alumni night at Jaime's house, he was a Friday night guy. You yeah. know he's letting me know. We beat the Titans. We took them down. It's <laughs> awesome. That is, uh, that is awesome. And, uh, of course, uh, we've got a lot to look forward to uh, this season as well. Uh, I mean, you had a very – got to say, it was, uh, I remember talking about your run through the last tournament last year. Because it was pretty much like you, you either win or you go home type of thing, like almost the entire tournament. And as I recall, you didn't lose one game. No, it was fabulous. Uh, you know, just to get into the last tournament, you know, we had a number of issues. I lost my whole starting rotation. I lost, uh, I lost my starting shortstop, uh, three-hole hitter, leadoff hitter for three years. And so basically it came down to it. We had to win on the road two out of three to make the tournament. And we were playing at Utah Valley. And it was the ninth inning. And I went out to go coach third base. And we were down. I think seven. And I go, well, this will be a tall task. But I've seen it done. We'll see what the boys have. And guess what? The boys rolled an eight. Yeah. And we won. And then we won on Saturday. So we were in. So now they're just playing with house money, I told them. I said, we're playing with house money, and you guys like to eat? Let's go eat. Let's yeah, go. And, let's go. You know, and then the baseball gods really um, just got on our side. And 
And what happens, so get this, so we start the WAC tournament. Yeah, my starting shortstop ineligible. So now I have my second baseman playing shortstop. Never played one game in college there. Mm-hmm. My third baseman playing second. My left fielder playing third base. Oh, you just shuffled everybody else. Oh, yeah, and they just dominated. It yeah. was just awesome to see. And like I said, stuff has to go your way. And when I saw stuff falling, I just looked up and I said, thank you. And all of a sudden, it started going away. Great opportunity. Great opportunity. We win the WAC. Um, we go play Oregon State, who's top ten in the country. They're a regional, uh, uh, maybe a national. It was, yeah, they were yeah, um, maybe eight the host, right? Seven. Yeah. So we went up there, and I competed in Corvallis a number of times, being at University of Oregon. And I told the guys that um, no one's going to respect us. We have nothing to lose. And but this is what, are you guys ready? And they're like, yeah. And I go. Um, you have to win the last four outs of the game to beat this guy. And every guy on the team looked and they said, what's that? And I said, well, you have to be close in the ninth inning. We're going to run, and we're going to do this. So what did we do? We tied it up, I think, it's two outs in the ninth inning. Yeah, on a base hit, it's sent them to extra innings. And they might have had 12 hits, and that was like our fourth hit of the game. We were facing the top left-hander in the country. Yep. And um, Ian Mejia just... Um, you know, shows who he is. I saw him today. Matter of fact, Ian, happy birthday, buddy. I got to see him today. How awesome. And um, Ian, he had just uh, went out and dealt with tons of adversity from bad calls, in my opinion, to having guys on base and picking guys off in bunny situations. He just handled himself beautifully. And I remember going out to get the ball from him, maybe the seventh inning or so. And I walked out, and I was all fired up for him. I said, wow, how does this feel? Good, good, good. And he, turned, and he literally turns around to each infielder and says, I love you. I love you. Awesome. I go, no way. And then I said, you hear that? And he goes, what's that? I go, they're giving you a standing row, buddy. They don't do that here. And he goes, really? I go, what the hell? I go, oh, my God. I go, make sure you pick your cap to him and let him know. Yeah. Sign his best. That he said, yes, sir. Walked off and did his thing. And just so awesome. Excited for him. He's actually teamed up. He told me today, one of my uh, favorite players that I coached, the guy at Nebraska, Spencer Schoenbach, they're on the same team. Oh, wow. And I told him the other night that him and Spencer will both be in the big leagues and they will be living together. Guarantee it. They're fabulous people. Okay. So really cool. Really cool. So like years uh, years in the future when they're doing his movie. <laughs> his E60. Yeah. yeah. You're going to have that moment in there. 100%. Absolutely, hundred percent. What, what a great moment for uh, Aggie baseball! And I know it was it was uh, amazing to kind of, uh, of course, you know, I'm I, I'm here in Las Cruces and I'm just getting the reports back and I'm following everything on you know, online. But uh, to be able to do that, and I didn't know that you guys really had so much adversity like that. You guys have to go through that. But once again, you know, we said earlier that uh, you know it's what you do with adversity, how you handle that. And it sounds like the guys just came back and said, okay, this is what it is. Let's just go for it. we got to get done what we need to get done. Absolutely. You know, that reveals you. That's a sign of true character. Yeah. You can show up. And, you know, we hadn't been in that atmosphere. We hadn't played in front of that many people. That's a hostile environment. Yep. Not easy to do. Um, we were playing their two national championships in that, in that mm-hmm. uh, bracket. And, um, you know, so it was a, just a great experience to the point where I had guys that were seniors, like Kevin Jimenez, who's been a fabulous player in this program for four years, and he said, hey, Skip, this is my last year. Um, I've done my stuff here, and I said, absolutely. And then on the plane home, he came over, got to sit next to me, he said, can I tell you something? I said, what's that? And he said, I want to put I think it's always just the way already. <laughs> so we figure that out, uh, luckily, because they have the national likeness and the people are so supportive in this town. Yeah, that's, that's, that's just, something. Uh, yeah, put out a call to one or two people and said, hey, um, he wants to come back, and here's what he means to my program, and um, here's what I'm looking for for you. And uh, next thing you know, he has a likeness deal and um, having time with his life. Yeah, that's cool. That's, uh, that is uh, that is something that is uh, going to be new for you guys this season is uh, the NIL stuff. Um, so how are the guys liking that one? How are they feeling with that? Um, they like it. I mean, it started last year. Like, as a matter of fact, the shirt I'm wearing. We got. Oh, there you go. Yeah, Logan Molina. Bombs away. Yeah, Logan, my first baseman, uh, he's from California, Golden West College, uh, Junior College. 
And Logan led the conference last year with, um, I don't know, 21 or 22 homers. Yeah. And, um, and with Saget at first base, in my opinion, he should have won the ball in full blood. He had one air all year and had a million chances. And, and he's just a fabulous kid. Uh, he's been, all my guys, I try to make uh, our clubhouse someplace where they can come and be themselves. Yeah. So my guys will start showing up at 10 in the morning. And Logan's one of them. He yeah. loves it. I see him in the morning. How are you doing? Good morning. And then I see him at 5 o'clock at night, and I'm all, bro, you're going to have to start paying rent if you're going to stay here this long. Come on. Yeah, what, what you don't know is the cot that's in the corner. But that, that's, where, that's where he is right <laughs> that's there. That's what that's for. That's okay, what that's for. It's, it. like, it, it's not like he's leaving. He's just waiting for everybody else to leave, and then he goes, he takes his nap, and then comes back. And, and that's why he's there in the morning. So. Yeah, I, I'm blessed. I have so many kids that um, just love this game and just spend their whole day. I mean, they just. They love it. You know, I love being around one another. Like after practice yesterday, I walked out to the dugout to see if the kids had left anything. I'm like, Dad, hey, who's good at this? I walk out there and there's six guys sitting on the bench. I said, you guys have a meeting you didn't invite me to? And they say, no, dude. This is like to get back and act it out after practice. All right, that's cool. That makes, you, that yeah. makes you feel good. You know, that, that that's good to hear that uh, the players like that, the camaraderie that you have right there, because that. Uh, I'm sure a lot of that is, uh, of course, from the, the personalities that you have, but I think a lot of that actually comes from the league from the coach. You know, I mentioned earlier that Mario has a talent to bringing in people that just kind of fit right here, you know, and, uh, you know, it's very obvious that you fit right in here. You feel very comfortable uh, here as the head coach with these players and with this, with this town. So, you know, that's the feeling that I get for you. I'm just meeting you for the first time today, but that's what I, that's what I get, and, and I think... Uh, a lot of that is rubbing off and on your players as well. Yeah, thank you. And you're right. You hit the nail on the head. I can tell you when I was driving in here, thinking, God, I wonder what questions I'm going to get asked and whatnot. And then I just started thinking about all the new people I've met in uh, our athletic department and what a fabulous job Mario has done. Yeah. You know, Rob Bart. Rob Bart. Um, and he, yeah, he's he an killed awesome it. Yeah, yeah, he donated. Thanks, Rob. He donated yeah. to my fundraiser. He dropped me 50 or 100 bucks last night. I appreciate it. But, you know, we support one another. When Rob uh, Rob called me and said it's our last game of the year, um, we have to, we need this uh, this win to qualify for the tournament. Yeah. Um, can you have your boys come out and support? Absolutely. So yeah. I told the boys, hey, you're going to go to the women's soccer, and you better have some fun. So they had an unbelievable time. Rob said they over-delivered, and um, we won the game. And um, as a result, they got to go to a regional. And, yeah. Uh, you know, but it, I mean, from everybody, from the basketball coaches, women's basketball. I mean, it's everyone's yeah, Joey Adams cool. and 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 uh, and I mean, there there is a an atmosphere. Let's put this right here so everybody can see here. There is an atmosphere on the campus between the coaches and the athletic department that is, uh, I don't know, it's very. That's the word I'm looking for. It's kind of escaping me right now. This doesn't happen very often. Actually, it happens a lot. You just don't get to see it. But there is a feeling of uh, camaraderie. There's a feeling of... I'm feeling family. Yeah, yeah there I you go. You. That, no, that would be, it would be like a feeling of family, which I'm worried about because, you know, Mario Marte, you know, you want to be part of the family. But, uh, <laughs> you know, no, I'm just kidding, Mario. But, uh, yeah, there, there is a sense of family camaraderie of uh, just that whole thing of being together and each person wanting to look out for and work with everybody else and help out the best way that they can. Yeah, you know, you talk about uh, Coach Barks giving me a call, say, hey, can we have some of you guys come out to the game? And they're like, absolutely. And I bet not, I bet you have some guys going like, hey, yeah, we'll go out, no problem. And, not, and have a blast. They're, yeah. all, they're all about it. And my direct supervisor, Chet Savage, um, has been awesome. Yeah, Chet's awesome. Yeah, Chet's awesome. Chet's a baseball player um, from Southern California, went to Riverside Community College and um, a story program and then went and played at K-State mm-hmm. and um, so in Mario obviously um, playing here at uh, yeah. here at NMSU being an All-American getting drafted by the Tigers so obviously they're passionate about the game and um, it's really cool when I see them spread their passion to their kids as I see Mario hitting the cages uh, with his daughters yeah. and Chet <laughs> hitting the cages with his son and just uh, warms my heart that they, they, they're passing along the game to their kids. Oh, no, absolutely. Uh, Chet's along uh, for those football trips. Mario's along for those football trips. Uh, and when his family comes along, it's always a blast to see them uh, interacting and having fun. Yeah. Absolutely. Uh, even if it is in, like, you know, 
single digit temperatures. I think when we were all in Detroit that that week, that oh, was no doubt about that. Oh yeah, I was. I am a warm weather person. See, see, coach. I moved here to southern New Mexico. I come from uh, northwest New Mexico, Four Corners area. It's high up in the elevation. They've got snow up there on the ground. I'm almost sending you pictures of all the snow. Yeah, yeah. I moved here because I like the sunshine. I like the fact that we don't get that snow. I like the desert. And it is one of those things where I was not a happy camper for the most part. And me and that hotel room was really good friend <laughs> when I went up to Detroit uh, that week. But it was actually a whole lot of fun. It wasn't necessarily as cold. And uh, spending that time up there and watching some of the people that were able to travel with their families and, and, and the whole team, that was really good. And, um, so that was that was a blast. But like you said, seeing Mario and Chet and everybody that is involved with the athletic department, you know, down to John, who was able to you know, go ahead and get to come in tonight. So uh, thanks to John, uh, John Ophila, for helping us out right there. Big and, John, we call him. Yeah. yeah. Oh, well, yeah. Big John Dominic. He's he, a big guy. Yeah, yeah. And, and I can tell you when I need help, he's the guy I call. Um, I'm not a tech person. Big John, super smart guy yeah. and loves his job. And I, I know this for a fact because John was my roommate for a year. Nah. So when I would wake up in the middle of the night and go, God, what's going on? Did I leave another light on? Nope. John's out there writing a story for football or he's trying to write up a hundred guys, not complaining a bit. Well, the funny, the funny thing about John is that like with the football trip, it's the only trip that I haven't that I've been on, been able to travel on. But with the football trip, of course, when we finish the game, we're on the bus, we're on the plane that night. We're going to be we're going to be at like one o'clock in the morning. And there are some times when we played our weekday, when we first like that first week we played our weekday game. And I'm on the air at 5 a.m. And I thought, it's no big deal. I'll just, we, we'll get in late, sleep for a couple hours, get ready and go in. And I was tired. And I'm going like, wow, that is amazing. But I'm getting ready to do my sports. And there's John's story right there already posted online because you know he was working on it overnight. And he was probably working on it on the bus and on the plane to go ahead and get that thing posted for the next day. Yeah, so he does, he does a great job. And hopefully, you know, um, maybe one day he'll say, you know, I don't know if we can uh, get West, get anybody on for you. And I'm going to say, no, Zach, you come on and oh. talk about what you do because his job is very important for the whole athletic department and what he does. Yeah, he is. He's. I've been around for a little bit. I've seen a um, bunch of sports information directors. Mm-hmm. And John is uh, one of the best I've been around. I don't know how long he's going to be here because he's that good yeah. and, that, and that dedicated to his craft. And, um, well, that, you know, uh, God bless him for coming in and supporting. I mean, he's he's there under staff over there right now. Oh no, I, I think I think almost everybody is. Absolutely, not yeah. just there. I'm talking all around. All around. I haven't heard one complaint or anything. So, oh, got to do what you got to hey, do. Exactly. That's a, that's what you know. Uh, like everybody, every business, every uh, business person right now seems to be under staff in some way from uh, all over the place. Mm-hmm. But. You know, it's, it's what you do. Like I said, data adversity. How do you handle it? How do you deal with it? And I, I follow, um, I follow my dad's kind of thing. It's like, well, if something's got to get done, let's just let's go. You get it done, right? right? You, you didn't exactly it say it that way, but I'm not gonna, you know. Yeah, uh, <laughs> I can't repeat some of my dad's. I call, I, I, well. I, when when I get in that mode, I, I call it my GS day, uh, or GS GSD. Kind of thing. What is that? Uh, it, it's getting stuff done. Oh God! Yeah. yeah hey, today's going to be a GSC. We got we got to get it done. Yeah. And uh, so uh, I do that. I do that for my dad. I think just got to get things done. That's awesome. Yeah. I don't have that. I don't have that, but I have DTM. Oh, don't tell mom. Oh, don't tell mom. <laughs> Absolutely, DTM. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. <laughs> so sorry, mom. DTM. Uh, don't worry. Don't worry about it. Mom's always know. They find oh, out absolutely. eventually. Absolutely. I find out eventually. Well, uh, you know, of course, uh, like I said, your season starts on the 17th of February, uh, and you've got, I think, four games? Right well, at the three beginning? Games, three, three games. Three games. Three games, games to start. We, try to, we try to get uh, a fourth game, and they um, weren't interested in it. So, but, uh, yeah, I've been doing a little homework on them and um, excited uh, to play them uh-huh. and um, compete against them. And we'll see. Uh, you know, the first games are always crazy. Yeah. You never know, like, who's going to show up because sometimes it makes the, the game bigger than it is so the first game you're not yourself and then after that they kind of get into the mode of it yeah uh, well i you know what i like i said i played baseball when i was a kid horrible what baseball position? i was a horrible baseball what player. position were you i uh played uh left field okay yeah got it yeah uh and i i i'm to be honest i was horrible 
uh, I got into an accident on my bicycle, cracked my ribs, was out, uh, and uh, so I didn't get to play for my last summer that I was actually playing uh, for uh, the league. I did play high school ball or anything else like that. Might have thought about it, but I didn't. And uh, that season I was out is when they actually went over and, and, and won the league. So I am an honorary champion right there. Okay. I never got to play that season. You hang so. your head on that, though. Yeah, right? but what? But when I go back home and they'll have they have me sit at the table, going like, "Hey, do you know part of the team and stuff." But uh, like I said, I, I played. I was I was, I was uh, horrible. But as a baseball fan, when I was just a kid, um, and I kind of lost a little bit with Major League Baseball because of all the things that they've been through. Mm-hmm. And you get, I think it was '94. When they canceled the, the World Series because they were, they were having some contract issues, and they had okay. to do that. So I kind of kind of stopped going out there. But when I moved down here in '95, and the fact that we had D1 baseball, and when you go out, I'm going to put it this way: as far as everybody who watches baseball on there, you have got quality baseball right here in town. So that when you go out to the field, and when you're out at the field, and you're in the stands, and you're grabbing a hot dog and a coke. You're grabbing something else from the concession stand, and you get the sounds of the baseball field—the the gloves, the bats—you know, uh, the umpire is calling us out. The fact that I love the fact that each individual player gets to get to choose their own music as they're walking out to the plate—that is something yes. that's awesome. It is a whole other experience that makes you love the game again. Now, I can't—I still can't watch baseball games on TV. But I will go out to a baseball game at any time. So I would encourage everybody. The first game is uh, February the 17th at Presley Askew Field. And it's going to be a 6 p.m. Yes, sir. 6 p.m. Uh, should be war- a little bit warmer by then, I hope. But, you know, and they're going to have three games, three home games to start off before you guys head over to the Line Texas and the Sugar Line Classic. I would encourage you, if you get an opportunity to go out, get those games and get that experience. If you are a baseball fan, remember, we've got... Vision one baseball. We've got our last champions hoping to go two years in a row. Right here. So don't forget about that. Now, before we uh, kind of wrap things up, today, I do have to ask, you know, you, know, you had a number of really good players and great players that have played for you. Who's uh, somebody that we got to keep an eye out for this season? Um, on my team? Yeah. Um, uh, so many. See if Logan Galena can be the home run champion again. You can just list them off. I know, but I can tell you this. I'm super happy with the amount of depth. Coach uh, Zuniga and Coach Van Horn did a fabulous job recruiting. And I don't know who's going to play, but I can tell you this. I have two teams. I could just do a lineup change, and you would not even know. That's how close it is. Well, how how about some of the new players that you're looking forward to? Um, Zage Lancaster from Hawaii. He's a freshman. he had a really solid fall. He's like 380 pounds. Looks like a looks like they are close to look. Led the team in homers in the fall. Right. Um, so he, he's uh, he is pretty good. Um, Matt Maloney, a pitcher. He was the West Coast League Summer Pitcher of the Year. I wow. think he was five and zero. Um, and actually, they're trying to get him to go pitch in the cage. And he's a converted. He was a catcher. Actually, went to school with his dad. Oh, it's just awesome. That's cool. And um, so, yeah, I, I'm looking forward to Matt having an awesome year. Uh, Damon Hale. Uh, I mean, Cal Villarreal. Mm-hmm. I mean, it just goes uh, Gunnar Annalyn, who um, was one of my best players last year, who played in the Cape Cod League and won the championship over there. He's back. Just kind of go around. So, basically, the bottom line comes down to come out, Watch the games. You're going to see some amazing players. You're going to see amazing teams. And just get out there and enjoy yourself. Because I say win, lose, or draw, you get out there and you're going to get a good game. Yeah, come support come, come support us and my boys. I can promise you you won't be disappointed. Um, if you're looking for an autograph, you're pretty easy to get. And um, like I said, great, you'll have a great fan experience. We have a diamond club that you can join. I want to say $250 buys you a season seat. Um, access to a private club where they'll have um, free beer and maybe food on the weekend. And um, yeah, we just, I think that every year I've been here, we have gotten more and more attendance. Last year was a, a record for Mexico State, and we're looking to. Um, well, that we'll, we'll set some new records. That's it. That's That's what we do. Okay. Well, thanks a lot for coming in, Coach. I really appreciate you for taking the time to go ahead and come in with us for our 
you know, season premiere, as it was, our first show back after a break. And uh, what a way to start off with baseball, because I know that, what, like I said, the one thing I love about here in the next couple of weeks is going to be warming up, and then, you know, spring is here, and that first pitch goes out, and you're just ready for it. So uh, thanks a lot for coming in, like I said, taking your time, and hopefully we'll be able to catch up a little bit later on in the season and see how everybody's doing. I look forward to it. Thanks for having me on, and uh, bless you. Thank All you right. Thank you very much. And uh, once again, that's going to do it for our Messiah Valley News Sports Podcast. Once again, every Tuesday at 6 o'clock, we're going to be right out here at the Amador Live, right out on the patio outside. Once again, I say that uh, we are here outside at the end of January, February, so you can't beat that. Maybe it's a little chilly, but we're going to be out here every Tuesday at 6 o'clock, so come out and join us as we are here live. So uh, thanks a lot for hanging out with us, and we'll see you next week right here on the Mesquite Valley News Sports Podcast. Thank you.